Hello, KFC Supercoaches. It's the Game Day Podcast, Round 20. Massive show to get through with the Origin wash-up. We've got Brandon Savage here, who is absolutely flying in 200th spot. It's probably the top position of anyone who's been on this show this year. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the good intro. Uh, Nice to be here. What do you reckon about Origin last night? What's the biggest issue that's come out for you? I feel like in the first three Origin games, I've tried to look for something relevant to Supercoach and it just hasn't happened. I think there's two things here. Dave Fafita played 20 minutes and Harry Grant played big minutes. So I think I'm a bit worried as a Harry Grant owner, but if I was a Dave Fafita owner, I'd be very happy. I agree on Harry Grant. So he's backed up from both Origins so far. So surely he gets a rest at some stage. I'm hoping it's not this weekend uh, because they're playing the Roosters and there is a big rivalry between those two. Even though the Roosters aren't going that well this year, I think he'll want to play. I reckon he gets rested the week after or the week after that. There, there will be a rest in there for Harry Grant, but probably not this weekend. That would be nice. The game was very free-flowing. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a battle, a grind. So maybe they're less beat up than they used to be uh, in the first two games. So hopefully everyone gets through unscathed. Quick question for you on Cody Walker. A lot of people are selling him this week. He's the fifth most sold player still. Would you be selling Cody after that great performance that he put in last night, man of the match performance for the Blues? I get why they're doing it because Kalen Ponger is such a someone you want to get in your side ASAP, especially playing the Tigers this week. But South Straw is Tigers, Dragons, Newcastle, Sharks and Roosters. So they've got a pretty good draw, but they've got two buys. So I get if you're low on trades and you don't want to have to cop that later in the season, you are better off cutting ties now. But I think he can score just more than the next best option. For me, yeah, for me, he's an absolute hold because of those great matchups that yeah. he's got coming up. Hopefully, you've got the depth to cover him in those buy rounds. And look, if you're a head-to-head player, you have to point out that his final buy is on grand final week. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're holding him, leave, it, leave a trade up your sleeve potentially for that. Plenty of questions coming in already. Let's do Pimp Your Team. So we've got green track suit is getting its yearly wash. Imagine the KFC <laughs> green built up on that. Needs a bail. He's got makeup all over the <laughs> collar as well. Um, there's not actually many questions coming through, mostly sledges. Finally, we get to see Rebel Ke- Regan Campbell Gillard's brother in a pink shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know Regan Campbell's gullet. Uh, Gillard's cousin very well, so oh, there we go. Penrith boy. Um, if you do send through a zinger, that's a good sledge, like those two that have just come through, you get that pop up on the screen, and both of those are in contention for zinger of the week. You're on YouTube, is there anything coming through on YouTube? There is RTS on YouTube. Uh, keen to see you in the NRL next year, RTS. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the ideal halfback, 5A, and fullback combo for the run home? Oh, look, halfback, Cleary. You definitely have to have Ann Hines. I don't think I don't see any situation where you can go elsewhere. What do yep. you reckon? I agree with the halfback, yep. Yep. Five eight, I'm gonna be going with Munster and Cody. Yep. And then fullback I've got Ponga, who I think is pretty much a must have. And then Tedesco. I'm hoping for a hoping for some sort of resurgence from him. He played so well last night. Hopefully that can kick him and the roosters into gear. 
I 100% agree. I think yep. Kalen Ponga, even though he is available at 5A and he's very tempting to put up in that 5A area, I think Munster and Walker are better at 5A. Ponga, kicking them well, very well goal kicking. Uh, but with Teddy, my plan is to go Gutherson to him next week. Yep. Bank, you know, 250K. And their draw after Melbourne is Gold Coast, Broncos, Manly, Dolphins, Parramatta, West Tigers and then Souths. I think they want to win every single one of them games. If he backs up this week, don't expect something too high, but yeah, that's my plan. They did it last year where they won a whole bunch of games at the end of the year and ended up finishing sixth. So hopefully they can do that again. They pretty much need to win every game to make the finals. And Tedesco's his history for the back end of the season is ridiculous. Like He's yep. always been the best fullback at this time of year. So I'm very excited to be a Tedesco owner again next week. We've got heaps of stuff to get through from Origin last night. Let's do the burning issues. You mentioned it before, but for Feeder, only 30 minutes. Billy Slater copped a lot of flack for that decision. Uh, given that he, sta- he started pretty well, he scored the opening try. Um, but 30 minutes and a long turnaround, they play, the, I think it's the last game of the round. So surely he plays. Surely he backs up and could even be a pod captaincy option. Decent matchup with Parramatta on yep. Bryce Cartwright's edge. Uh, Mitch Moses will be defending on that side as well. But, um, yeah, I'm, I don't own him this week. And I'm very scared as a non-owner. Gutherson. Only two minutes, so that surely guarantees that he backs up. He couldn't have got injured in two minutes. Oh, you could say that two minutes <laughs> defined the origin last night. Uh, he he should be first pick next year in some people's <laughs> opinion. Uh, nah, he's yeah, he's in no danger of not backing up. I think. Uh, I think for, if anything. We lost him last week as a buy-around option for him to play two minutes, which is a bit frustrating. It is, yeah, absolutely. Corey Horsburgh, very popular. I think you own Corey Horsburgh. I do, yeah. 21 minutes, so you'd think he's a good chance to back up as well. Well, considering they have the buy. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> very good point. No, I'm very, I'm very... I'm Back up next week. I'm very excited to own him. I'm glad he's come through injury-free yep. and... Um, for the back end of the season, he's a nice guy to have, I reckon. One guy I'm a little bit worried about is Cameron Munster, who I'm considering bringing in this week. So, the full 80, as he always does, 18 runs and 34 tackles. He's putting up prop numbers, <laughs> and he's a 5'8". I'm a little bit worried that he doesn't back up, but he, having said that, he did have that rest after Origin 2, and they are playing the Roosters, and there's the rivalry that I mentioned. So, he'd be keen to play, but still, that's a big workload. Are they playing in Melbourne or in it's Sydney? In, it's Sydney Cricket Ground, I Sydney believe. Sydney Cricket Ground. They've been so. kicked out of um, Allianz because of the uh, FIFA World Cup. Okay. Well, you'd assume he stays in the area and, and plays. Potentially. Like, miss the second game to back up. So uh, everyone in the top eight are in pretty not comfortable positions and need to win as many games as they can. So I see the people who want to back up will back up. Adam Sargent has written in on Facebook, Fafita is a trap. He's coming up against decent teams now. Surely not. He's, he can go big against anyone. He's averaging 111 in his last six games. I'm not worried when you take out the concussion-affected game. I'm not worried about him at all. And I own him already. And if I didn't, I'd be paying... I'd be moving heaven and earth to get him in. 
I did talk about this on our podcast on Tuesday because yep. I'm in a very similar mindset where I'm like, I, I can't rush him in yet, but do I need to rush him in? So he has a draw of, after this week, the Roosters, Cowboys, Warriors, Sharks, Penrith, Melbourne. So yep. it's a pretty tough matchup, and he's been getting more than one attacking stat every game against these softer matchups. I think just Kieran Foran inside him just makes me worried as a non-owner because he's just giving him that space against anyone. Yep, I agree. Definitely get him in. Even with the matchups, we know that Fafita can go pretty well against anyone. Marsu as a sneaky captaincy pod pod captaincy option against the depleted Titans. Um, is that right? Titan uh, against the Tigers, Tigers on Friday on night. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Everyone's going VC on Ponga. Would you go Marju instead? Well, if you don't have Ponga, I think is a very good option. And there's not, like looking at the matchups very closely this week, it's very hard to pick who's the best captain option. So if you can lock him in as a VC with a free loop, hopefully this week for most teams, I think he's a nice option. Um, and final question for now is from Sky, who is asking, would you say Valence Tafare and Richie Kenner are must-sells? First of all, Tafare, if Hammer doesn't back up, then Tafare probably plays. I'm not worried. Like, I don't own him, but you wouldn't worry about him because he either comes in and probably plays centre and plays 80 minutes yeah. or doesn't play at all. There is that risk that he comes on as that bench player and plays 20 minutes in the forwards. It's real tough because their value is about 400k, so... Are you nothing, this person, or are you going up to someone? I think they're a nice sell, but they're not a must sell. Absolutely not. Um, look, we'll take one more question. I currently have Cody Walker and Schuster. Should I trade Schuster to Ponga and not get Munster for the rest of the season? I think Ponga is a must-have. Ideally, you have both him and Munster, but look, I mean, that's a good 5-8. Good position having those two guys it's funny not owning Munster you look at him and think oh he's not a must-have but when you do have him you really appreciate the scores he's getting and how he's getting them and he just does it so consistently week in week out so um I'm a bit lost where the question was there but I think yeah Munster and Ponga are are a good combo and well they've got Cody as well you can get Ponga yeah exactly uh let's do Friday night footy Knights v Tigers, it's a good matchup to target for Ponga. VC, or <laughs> the question has just come through actually, straight C on Ponga in this clash. I think it's a very good option if you don't have that free loop option. But yep. if you've got the free loop option this week, which, which I've seen a lot of teams that have less than 17, mm. I think VC is the way to go. Yeah, it'll be VC on Ponga for me and then C on Hines. Um, but Greg Marsu is another guy who's pretty popular purchase this week and a potential VC. I just don't see how you can not VC Ponga, given how tough he is playing this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, not this year, in the last few weeks, since yeah. that last concussion. He just looks so motivated. I think you've got to lock him in. He does. He looks at his best, and the, the fact that he's kicking them so sweetly from the sideline, just keep him from anywhere. I've never seen that from Ponga. He's yep. motivated. He wants to make the eight this year. Yep, absolutely. And finally from this game, uh, Buller 
is one of the most sold players this week. He's been one of the great cheapies, but he really has fallen off a cliff recently. Um, a lot of that was probably to do with Coruscant not being there and Luke Brooks not being there. Coruscant's back this week. Can you see, he's going to leak cash though. Can you see any situation where you would not sell Jareem Buller? I think there's at least six better fullback options for the run home. Yep. And with rookies like this, they come in and nobody knows anything about them. So they don't know how to shut them down week in and week out. A lot of teams have done their homework on Buller now. And I think it's going to take him a while now to kind of get the groove of first grade. So um, he's going to be a superstar in the future. But I think that he's just going to have a little plateau for a bit and then maybe start next season hot. Yep, let's hope so. It looks like there's going to be some decent team changes this week. Let's do late mail. <coughs> so, Josh Adokar, hamstring injury last night. Doesn't look too bad, but I don't think he's going to play this weekend. Good for... Uh, here he is with the, uh, one of his tries. Yep, here it is, the chip and chase, which was sensational. It is good news for one of the more popular cheapies this week in Blake Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I think he will go back to the left side then. Yep. Uh, there was talks that he'd go back to the right with Adekar back. Does this mean Karaz goes back to the wing for this week? Or as long as Adekar's injured? Um, I, actually, I have him in a draft league, and I actually hope he does play on the wing because yeah. I think that'll mean more yeah. runs, which then means tackle busts and offloads, etc. Probably more opportunity for tries as well. Yes, <laughs> yep. um, absolutely. Yeah, I like it. And Blake Wilson, if you've got heaps of trades at the moment, I think he's he's a nice he's downgrade. Decent. Yep, I don't mind him at all. Um, and big news that's just broken is that Jaden Sullivan, potentially out for the season, looks like six weeks for him, plus... Um, Jaden Sewer as well could be out for the season. So Dragons have been hit pretty hard too. Not particularly super coach relevant. Just don't have any Dragons in your team. Oh, I've been, <laughs> I've been, been Murdoch oh, Masilla. Sorry, Murdoch Masilla is injured too. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, he is. So I'll, um, when we go to the next sting, I'll, I'll look it up for you. But it looks like Murdoch Masilla is out too. Oh, that's a blessing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like, so I, he just nuffs out for you. Yeah, pretty much. It's very good news. Unlucky for him. He's, he's actually been okay in our role wise, but supercoach wise, not really translating. Some questions now. Drink water. What do you reckon about him? He's just been so good, but he's so expensive now. It's almost a million bucks, and uh, you've missed the boat. Yeah, I don't like jumping on these guys at the top. I like jumping on the next guy who's going to go on a run. So I think Teddy's that guy. Um, we'll quickly go to our next segment now. I'll look up this Ben Murdoch Masilla news for you. <laughs> Let's do Cheapy of the Week. Guilty pleasures. Oh. Oh, yep. No, that was next anyway. Guilty pleasures, in fact. I've skipped, I've skipped <laughs> forward. <laughs> Who's your guilty pleasure this week? The guy that you, you shouldn't buy, but your heart is telling you to go there. Okay, so I'm actually... I'm not a Penrith supporter, but I'm getting in two Penrith players this week. Uh, I'm getting in Nathan Cleary for Jerome Hughes. Uh, we don't know if 100% he's going to play or not, but I'm going to cop that because at least he'll be back next week. But Dylan Edwards... I'm getting in for Will Kennedy. I've got six Sharks players in my side and I, I need to make sure that's negated by the end of the season. So I think with Cleary back, Edwards is going to have a big ceiling, nice draw to end the season. 
If I don't do that, I'm potentially going Scott Sorensen. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. I love watching Scotty Sorensen play, and I think Edwards is a, is a great shout yeah. as well, particularly with Cleary back, if he is indeed back, which we'll, um, we'll wait and see, but it looks like he will. Yeah. Oh, the great. news on Murdoch Masilla is three to four weeks. Nice. According to our nice. man, David Riccio, um, Jaden Sewer's season could potentially be over, and Sullivan uh, probably six weeks with the hamstring, I believe it is. Yeah, okay. Um, after that, let's actually do Cheapy of the Week now. Who? You should look at your tip Tyrone Munro is the most popular cheapie this week, even though he's not playing. Do you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think enough this point of the season is a good option, but enough that can actually score you points on a week where you need to play him. That, I think that's even better. And he's going to be a type of guy you can trust by the way he's looked. And do you think he stays in the team? With Latrell back, Campbell Graham back. I think he probably does, given form, but there is the chance. Look, he either plays well and stays in the team and is scoring your tries, or he nuffs out. Either way, it's a pretty good result. I think so. That right wing has been... They've cha- chopped and changed that so much throughout this season. They've had Richie Kenner, Tane Milne, Isaac Thompson, Thompson start the season. Yeah. So I think this guy is a guy they're going to... If he handles it, they're going to be very keen to keep him there. Spoken about Blake Wilson, but he's popular as well, and we both like him. Jack Howarth and the Nuffs is next on the list. Uh, what are you thinking about nuffing? Is it too early? Are you doing it this week, next week? What are you thinking? I don't love it, just depending on your team structure. If you already have two non-playing reserves, I wouldn't go for a third. But if you've got less than that, I think that's fine. I'll be nothing this week. I'll be bringing in someone with um, 2RF and FRF because I can swing guys yeah. like Tohu Harris, etc. around. Um, plenty of captaincy options this week. Let's do Cope's captains. Interesting to see that Hines is only at 50% captaincy only. this week. <laughs> Which, for him, is extremely low. Um, what are your thoughts there? I mean, I'm just locking in captaincy on Hines every week, pretty much, and not worrying about it. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm captaining Cleary, Edwards, or Gartho at the moment. Yep. Um, I'm very scared not to captain Hines, but I just feel like it's a week where he's not going to score a 150 yeah, it's a pretty tough matchup for them um, over the Warriors over yeah. there. Sean, like Sean Johnson, loves firing up against yeah. his former club as well. Warriors are going well. It is a bit of a danger game to put the C on Hines, but I still just can't not do it. Yeah, I think a VC is a good option. Yep, or you could go yeah VC on him and then C on maybe Fafida in that last yeah. game or something like that. Um, Ponga and Hines are the most popular VCs as well. So you've got 31% on Hines and 40% on Ponga. Yeah, I think that's a nice combo though. Yep. All right, let's do questions to the end of the show. What have we got coming through on Facebook? Um, so oh, On YouTube, brother. So on YouTube, we have um, Queenslander on YouTube. Uh, I always see him comment on a lot of things. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Was the hip flexor injury from Origin Adam? What, what is there a hip that? flexor 
injury because there's Not a couple of people. Ham, hamstring for Addo Car? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Bad question to read out, I guess. Uh, Adam is saying, should we find out if Cleary is playing before the Storm game? Savs, have you got any inside gossip? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have inside gossip, but the Storm game is 7.30 on Saturday night. Yeah. And the Penrith game is before that twenty. Yeah. Is before that the next day. We so. should know at sort of 4 o'clock on the Saturday. Hopefully, Whether yeah. he's in or out. And, and Cleary is usually... The coach Cleary is usually pretty straight up and down these days. So hopefully we find out 24 hours before. Yeah. Um, uh, Simon Kirby says, Buller to Munster via the Ponga Jewel. Yeah, I'm, like I'm locking it. that in this yeah. week, I think. It, but depending if Munster plays. And I know I'm repeating what I said before, but he had a massive workload last night. 18 runs and 34 tackles. So yeah. maybe he's a little bit banged up. Maybe he's suffering from a bit of caxonitis. <laughs> <laughs> we have... And, oh, sorry. You go. We have Spackakakakak on YouTube. No ulterior motive for asking this, but even though Brandon is seven points ahead of me in overall, how many trades do you have left? Oh, <laughs> are you going to reveal that? I have eight. I have eight. eight. So you rev- oh, I'm shocked that you're putting it out there. Yeah, I, I have six after this week, probably. Huge. So um, is that what about you're at? Oh, I'm at... Um, I've got 11 at the moment. Oh, so I'd like to be there. <laughs> no, wait, I've got nine at the moment. Sorry, nine at the moment. Yeah. So I'll have probably seven after this Yeah, week. okay. Uh, we'll take one more question. Is Sean Johnson playing this week with the birth of his second child? Not sure yet. We will be chasing that, but I don't know if... He did but send out a tweet yeah. um, saying there's going to be an announcement today on his behalf. And the Warriors shared it. Yeah. So I think... Maybe he's re-signed with the club. Yeah, I don't... It's I, That announcement is not about the birth of his child, but I can't say what it is. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the Daily Telegraph website pretty soon. <laughs> that is it for the Game Day Podcast Round 20. Big thanks to Savs. Good luck this weekend. We'll catch you for the Teams Podcast 5pm on Tuesday. See you then.